to the Supersized Phys Ed Podcast. My name is Dave, and I'm here to talk about what you are seeing on social media and hearing about how to, again, I use that word or that phrase, push the profession forward or push your profession forward. And I want to give you a counterpoint to how you should be viewing people on social media, things on social media, and other people in general that you're following. And it's not a bad thing, I promise, but it's something a little different. So here we go. So I hope I won't confuse anybody on this, but let me go back to when I was a younger teacher. I'm going to even say, I'm not going to even talk about my first year teaching in the classroom, but I'm going to talk about my first year teaching PE, which was after about 10 years of teaching in the classroom. So when I first started, I remember walking with my principal and just going to view the, the, the room, the equipment, um, the, just the whole facility, my space, everything. And I said, I, th- I think I said to him like, well, how do I know what to teach? Like I, I said something like, you know, I, I just didn't know. I didn't, I mean, I knew there were standards, but I didn't know. And he just said, it's a program's yours, you know, do what you want with that kind of thing, which scared me a lot, but it also made me feel like the the world was wide open with possibilities. And what I decided was, okay, the first, especially the first year I was drawing on my knowledge of sports and my overall teaching experience to get me through that first year. And I'd say even the second year of just, you know, kind of doing what I wanted to do and not getting on social media. I didn't really think social media was a, uh, a PE type thing. I guess at the time, this is 2010 to 2012, 2013, about before I got on social media. I mean, I was on Facebook, but I wasn't on like PE type stuff. And I wasn't on Twitter, nothing like that, Voxer, nothing. So I, I just learned by myself and I learned as, in isolation and just did my own thing. So here's the good and bad of it. The good is I got to learn how to be my own teacher, be my own self, teach how I want to teach. And I think it went pretty well. It definitely wasn't perfect. And I had a lot to learn. I still do. But... You know, I got to be my own person. Like I said, I, I I wasn't copying anybody. Now, again, this is counterintuitive to like, you know, one of my favorite books is Steal Like an Artist, where, you know, the goal is to steal from a lot of people and make it your own. Or, you know, in this case, you know, now since I've been on social media, yeah, I take a lot of things from other people, the games, um, ideas, just even just tactics of how to you know, warm up a class or stop a class or, um, you know, just different, you know, not just instructional techniques, but, you know, ways or not ways of blowing the whistle or, you know, using the, uh, power teaching or whole brain teaching with, with the class. Yes. And, and other, other techniques. So I've learned that from the internet and I've learned that from other people and that's awesome. But I want to focus on a couple different, you know, people in history, I guess, that learned a different way. And I think that might be able to help going forward because it definitely helped me. So the first one is 
Well, one of my favorite stories of all time is the Miracle Miracle on Ice, the 1980 hockey team, USA hockey team that beat the Russians and then went on to win the gold medal. I mean, to me, and that's my favorite movie of all, all time is Miracle. I love that movie. I could watch the movie every day of my life. Uh, just, it just, I was young then. I was only eight then. I know you're going to do the math. Yes, I'm pushing 50 actually now, but the, I, I was kind of too young. I knew it was kind of going on, but I, I, I really didn't follow it back then. You know, a few years later, and we actually visited Lake Placid. I got to really get into it. And ever since then, it's just been my favorite story. I've, I've just listened to a lot of audiobooks about the, the, the team. I've read some. I've uh, just individual people have written books about it, like Mikey Ruzioni, the captain. Um, just it, it doesn't. That's not the point of the story. But I'm just saying I, I, I love that story. And there's a. Um, I, I want to say it's a thirty for thirty on ESPN. It's one of those ESPN short, you know, films. It's called "Of Miracles and Men." It almost kind of almost says sounds like "Of Mice and Men," but it's "Of Miracles and Men," and it gives the side of the Rus- the Russian side of things. Uh, when that happened and what happened afterwards. And there's a lot of takeaways there and I don't want to go into all that, but one of the takeaways I've been thinking about for a couple of years now, since I've seen that is the Russian, here's how the Russian team got so good. The Russian, so, so Canadian hockey was always the biggest thing and it's still really big, but it was Canadian hockey was it. Well, when Russia started forming their own or maybe forming their own, I guess, better team. I, I know they've, they had a team, but you know, getting new people on board, the Russian hockey coach was told not to watch Canadian hockey. So he didn't, he didn't want to learn from what, what Canada was doing, even though they were number one in the world. And that freed his thoughts up because he wasn't constricted by anything. He just had his own imagination and what he decided and what, what became most important was Russian hockey was, they learned creativity. They learned on their own. And in the Canadian format, at least back then, the person with the puck was the most important person. With the Russian hockey coach, what he taught them was the person without the puck is the most important person or the people without the puck. So he he devised a different way of teaching hockey and different strategies where they went on to dominate for a long, long time. So I guess the, the, the goal of that or the key part of that is don't be better, be different. And he did that by not even watching hockey, at least not Canadian hockey. So the other one I want to talk about, and I just, I mean, man, I was devastated when Eddie Van Halen died, um, what, last year or whenever it was. And I've, I've listened to and read, I mean, three or four Van Halen books since then. I'm in the middle, well, I'm almost at the end of another one, it's a really good one um, on Audible. Actually, there is a book version, but I'm, I'm listening to it. Um, camera, it's called Eruption uh, about Eddie Van Halen. And the, one of my key takeaways is he never took lessons in his life. I mean, he never learned to read music. He just kept tinkering and modifying his guitars, and he modified all the time. He was experimenting all the time. But for him to never have taken lessons, you know, he said that would have constricted him. Like learning the exact, I, again, I don't know much about music, but the exact like E note where he knew what it sounded like in his head. And then that came out in his, not only his guitar, but other instruments that he played. So he never took a lesson. He never, he never learned to read music. I mean, f- for one of the, I'm going to put him in definitely a top three or four guitarists ever. 
I'd still put Jimmy Page ahead of him just because I'm a Led Zeppelin fan, but and still it's still a Van Halen fan. But anyways, as one of the greatest guitarists ever, he never learned to read music. He never took a lesson. I mean, he knew the basics from playing different instruments as a kid, but that re- that made me think of well, both those stories. Made me think of PE. Where, you know, I've seen a lot of great things on social media. I mean, like fantastic on PE Central and other websites, uh, other forums. I've seen it on Twitter. I've, uh, when we talked on Voxer, we, I still am on there a little bit, not as much anymore, but that was big a few, a few years ago. Um, again, on, you know, all over Twitter, Instagram a little bit. I see a lot of cool stuff, but I, I don't like when people, and I see this all the time, somebody will post a game. And then I'll see a bunch of comments underneath like, oh, I'm doing this tomorrow or we got to do this tomorrow or, you know, it's like, well, <laughs> you, first of all, you can't do everything everybody's doing. It just doesn't work. And, you know, if you're in the middle of a, a throwing and catching unit and you see some cool soccer game or tic-tac-toe game or something, a rock, paper, scissors game, it, it, like, like, don't, why are you changing your plans for this? So I guess my, it's, it's, it's a tough one because you know, I want to learn from other people, but at the same time, I kind of want to shut off social media once in a while and just use my brain and think about what my students need, what equipment I have, how can I reach them? How can I make it engaging and fun? And, you know, I don't need other people to tell me how to run my PE program. I mean, it was, especially after teaching PE for 10 years, I like new innovative ideas, but I like just doing it by myself. And learning, you know, from, you know, knowing that I did a good job, knowing that I came up with something and, you know, maybe it was, you know, it's already been out there, but I like doing it by myself and figuring things out by myself. So it's kind of that yin and yang. Again, it's kind of a both sides of the story. It's a yes, use social media. Yes, learn from others. But maybe sometimes it's just turn things off and do it by yourself and, figure out what kind of teacher you are without other people influencing every single game, every single idea, you know, be your own person, be your own creative person, your own creative mind, create, innovate, and be awesome. Like you already are. So I'm not going to give you a couple tip of the day. Cause I think I just dropped the mic on that one. So thank you for listening. PE nation. You guys and girls are incredible. You're awesome. You are an awesome teacher. Just try to use a little bit of your own creativity and not so much other people. That's, I guess, the main point. Learn from yourself, not always from others. So enjoy the rest of your day, evening, whenever you listen to this. If you're at the gym, you're riding your bike, you are in your car. I see you. You are amazing. Yes, you, PE Nation. Let's keep pushing our profession forward.